the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory, Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who is bathed does not need to wash, except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than the master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Judeans, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. It strikes me in listening to the reading that Nancy read from the Torah, the, the reading that where you included what we could have left out in the parentheses, not that you knew there were parentheses, or maybe there were parentheses there, that we have lots of instructions. It was very clear what kind of lamb should be chosen, could be chosen, what was to be done with the blood, how it was to be eaten, how one was to be 
girded and shod and ready. And what God was going to do. Our second reading about the Holy Supper, we hear in the past tense. So we know what was done. When we get to John, we are like the disciples. We don't understand. We don't know what will happen. We don't know why. We don't know why Satan has come into Judas. We don't know where Jesus is going or why we can't follow him. But we are told that we, as disciples, as followers of Jesus, must love one another. And so that great mystery, how is that to be done? Jesus gives us, as he says, an example in not only word, but in action, of washing the disciples' feet. And still Peter doesn't understand. Not only my feet, but my head and my hands and all the rest. Jesus maybe lifts a hand, says, enough, Peter. To wash the feet. You've probably all heard about the long journey and the gesture of hospitality that washing feet is. That washing feet was left to the servant. And so here the master, the teacher, becomes the servant of all. I believe that we need to focus on this gesture of hospitality and welcome and receiving into the home, into the community of kin, as the example. And I say that because we have a counterexample in Judas. So we have verses that are left out. It's very sweet. Take a towel, take some water, wash one another's feet, love one another. We can live with that, especially if we're only washing feet once a year. Judas shows us something else, and Jesus shows us something else with Judas. When Jesus had thus spoken, he was troubled in spirit and testified, Truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was lying close to the breast of Jesus. So Simon Peter beckoned to him and said, Tell us who it is of whom he speaks. So lying thus close to the breast of Jesus, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give this morsel when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after the morsel, Satan entered into him. 
Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the money box, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the morsel, he immediately went out, and it was night. And after that, we have the commandment about loving one another. Jesus gives the example of radical hospitality in the washing of feet, in the welcome into the home, and shows another gesture of radical hospitality in sharing the morsel at the table with the one who will betray him, knowingly, even with instruction. And the last thing before Judas' kiss in the garden, the last thing that Judas does is receive that morsel from Christ. Jesus uses the image that the one who accepts my bread will lift up his heel against me. The one who shares with me at table will be the one either to make a violent gesture, again the feet, or perhaps as when he sends the disciples out two by two, when the instructions are there, if you are not received, shake off the dust before you leave that house. Is Judas shaking off the dust? It's a complicated reading with many images of hospitality. And it calls us together on this night to think about the hospitality that we show to one another when we arrive, when we overturn our hierarchies, when we follow our leaders by serving, when we share our morsel, even when we know we might be betrayed, or at the very least, disappointed or let down. Jesus remains faithful, knowing even when his disciples do not know. So there is a question of servanthood. Whom do we serve? Jesus. All those amongst us. Or even the one who enters into us. And that is given to us as a reality in this lesson. In Judaism, there's an idea that there is weighing, not just the, the angel and the devil, but the yetzer hatov and the yetzer hara, the impulse to do good and the impulse to do evil. We have choices 
in our hospitality. And we have choices in the way that we love. This is my new commandment that I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. How difficult is that? Very difficult. Let us follow the master, who is also the servant and the great lover of our souls. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.